Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Creators of Windsor podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Sherdown, and today I'm sitting down with Sheila Roberts, who I don't really have a good intro for because she's a very interesting and mysterious person. So just listen along and you won't be disappointed. Uh, I like mysterious. <laughs> thanks for coming on, Sheila. Hey, thanks for having me. This place is rad. Thanks. Um, there's so many things I want to talk to you about. Um, first, like, can you kind of just like explain what, what you do? It's really funny that you say like, you know, mysterious or whatever. I mean, I always say that I'm the arbiter of good taste is what I like to say. Um, but I've done everything from like marketing to, uh, event coordination to now band management to starting my own record label. So yes, I am mysterious and I do a lot of stuff, (laughs) but, um, you know, my favorite thing is when you asked me to do this, I was like, okay, like Anthony Sheridan is cool. He's doing a lot of cool stuff in Windsor. And there's a lot of things happening here right now, which I'm really excited about. So thank you for having me on. And I've watched some of the the interviewees so far, like the wonderful Tom Lucia, et cetera. So I'm very, very grateful to be here. Let's start that way. Thanks. Yeah. No, you were on my list since before I did this. But uh, I just heard that I beat out Robbie Survey, so I'm really happy about that. <laughs> I can't Sorry, have, Robbie. I can't have the Hutch, the Hutch people back to back. So for people that don't know, uh, Sheila's been, would you say their manager? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I've, I've kind of backed up a bit because it's very DIY for these guys right now. And it's exactly what we're doing with Cassettes Records. I think, um, you know, these guys are smart. And when I met them, let's just preface that I was in Toronto for a long time, born and raised in Windsor, Ontario, just so everybody knows, uh, and did come back, but was in Toronto for a long time. And when I came back to Windsor... I was looking for all the cool kids. Like, what's everybody doing? Where are the arts people? Where are the music people? Um, uh, I think John Lidkey was one of the first people I met right out of the gates. And then I saw Hutch play at uh, downtown. Remember the uh, the weed bar that John Lidkey did? What was that called? Uh, Higher, Higher Limits. Higher Limits. And those guys were playing because uh, Randy and Mr. Leahy from the Trailer Park Boys, who I also work with, um, were doing a show there. And then I saw Hutch, they were the band, like, and I, I just stopped what I was doing and I was like, who are these guys? And then we started talking and then gave them my card and within a week we were hanging out in Friends. And then I just, you know, I just used my contacts and people that I knew that they should probably talk to and give them some direction. But these guys are cool, they know what they're doing, so, um, Yeah. Yeah, that's sweet. So you just kind of like, you know, help them along with exactly. your contacts and stuff like that. And exactly. Just let them do their thing. It's not an official management position. It's more of a, I love being involved with them and seeing how they're evolving and watching them over like the last six years. They're like, they're like brothers to me. And I think they've come a really long way. So if they need help with anything or whatever, I'm like, pick up the phone, boys. Like, I know... Uh, they actually just, we just talked this morning, funny enough, and we said we'd have to get together soon. And they were like, yeah, we got to keep you in the loop on what's going on. So it's sort of that situation. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah I'm curious what's going on with them too. Were they just out West? They were, uh, actually in McGrath who you just were introduced there. That's part of cassettes records and my partner actually helped them with the tour out West. So, oh, cool. yeah, he, he kind of, he's from Edmonton, Alberta. So he basically, was like the guys were like we need to go out west it's like talk to Eamon. so he did the whole thing for them i.e planning it where they should go what they should do and, and it, it was successful so that's great that's good are they back now are they done they're done yeah and i just actually this morning um i don't know if i'm supposed to say this i think they're looking to do a windsor show before the end of the year so they've Sweet. got some new songs some like heavier stuff so that's what i'm really into so i'm excited to hear what they got yeah me too i was actually talking about that with tom from fog the other day i was like oh hutch hasn't played in a while yeah we were just like chatting yeah so 
That'll be I, good. I think, wink, wink, there will be something happening before Christmas, so keep your eye out. Cool. Looking forward to it? Yeah. Okay, so let's let's do your records, your new record label, and then we'll go into everything else. Sure. Well, like, it's crazy, because that's record started uh, through through Eamon McGrath. He was the one who started it. Now, he, he kind of had it for a couple of years, but didn't really do anything with it. So Eamon, again, was in Toronto for a really long time. Um, singer, songwriter, great guy, one of the original members of July Talk. You know, he's just outstanding. And we actually met at Vogue Lounge in downtown Windsor. So he started it. He moved to Windsor. Um, we started talking about doing more stuff in the industry, i.e., like, how can we help the bands that we really like, i.e., not people trying to get on huge labels. The, the music industry right now is, you know, our philosophy is community, and we want to help, like, local bands. Yep. So long story short... We revived Cassettes Records. We're not making anything. We're not making vinyl right now, but we are looking at doing that eventually. But right now it's a matter of like, who can we help where, just like we did for Hutch, just like we like to do for Tiny Horse, another band I want to shout out to in Kingston, Ontario, who are amazing. Um, Dead Broke Band, Toronto, new punk, not new punk band, but a punk band that we follow and that we love. They've come to us for help. And it's basically things that other labels aren't doing. Like, I, I hear a lot of stories about bands getting on record labels and then, you know, it, it's kind of like it fades out or they're changing labels or, you know, it's this big greed factor and it's always the exact same people all the time. So we're trying to switch that up a bit in regards to, you know, uh, long story short, it, it's Live Nation wants to take over. So they're going to anyway. They're basically like the Amazon of music is what we like to say. Okay. And we're trying to just, like, keep community and analog and the real deal rock and roll <laughs> still, you know, that feel. We know that we can't compete with the big guys. We know that TikTok is the thing, and you have to be on social, and you got to get your numbers up. And, like, agents don't come to see anybody anymore. And if they do, you know, it's all about followers. And I understand all of that, but we also want live music to continue. And, like, that's the ether. You want to get to a live show and see people book book shows so that's what we're trying to do so we just found out we're working with um closely with the dominion house tavern okay cool. and we want to be the talent buyers there so uh rob rosati who owns the place very old friend of mine we just hooked up again and long story short we were like what are you doing because we love the dominion house great guy named Jordo down there he's been you know booking the bands but we were like can we start to book more bands here because it's an excellent room it's out by the bridge it's out by the university like we love it and that's that's the thing about growing Windsor. You know, you've got Fog, which is, like, the greatest, like, the originals. Then you've got Meteor. You've got Villains. You've got Craft Heads. In, in my lifetime, I haven't seen so many independent bands coming to Windsor since, like, I was at university. So I think we're in a really good time right now. Like, just today, as a matter of fact, Wine Lips is playing Villains next Friday night. Tommy Stinson from The Replacements is playing the Dominion House. Bri Webb from The Constantines is playing this Friday night. Um, it's it's just every time I turn around, there's somebody else playing. And I'm like, wow, Windsor's actually, you know, we got people coming to town. Dan Romano just was here like twice in the last, what, six months? Dan Romano band. That was amazing. And that was all licks over at CJAM. So, like, there are things happening, and we just want to be a part of it. So Cassettes Records is basically doing whatever we can for, like, the local community. That's cool. That's very cool. I used to go to so many local shows. Like, 
in like 2015, 16, 17, 18. And yeah. then when COVID hit, oh, oh, yeah. I obviously couldn't go to shows. And then since COVID, I have been, I don't know, a lot of the bands I used to go see aren't around anymore. Right. And the ones that are, I still go see. Sure. But I don't really find myself going to see like the newer bands anymore. I just feel like I always went because I was shooting all the bands. That's right. You were taking all the photos. That's right. And then after like, because of COVID, I really stopped shooting bands because, you know, I couldn't shoot bands. So I started shooting other stuff. And then I, now I'm working on those projects Okay, and it has stopped. Like I've stopped going to see like newer shows and stuff. And I just go like, when I just playing, I'll go see them or, you know, musicians that I know. So but do I, you think, why do you think you're not going out to the new stuff? You're just too busy now or it's not that I'm too busy. Cause like it is at night and everything, Sure, but I just feel like, I don't know. I don't have as many like friends going to see those newer bands as I used to too. Cause I feel like that was like kind of almost a different era now. Right. Like COVID kind of. I love where you're going with this. This is perfect because we've talked about this all the time. First of all, I think shows should be earlier. And I've had this conversation with Tom down at Fog. But in regards to like, there's a whole demographic of people out there that that we should be catering to, not just the people that are going downtown to Fog and Meteor. So do you remember when Tom did the, um, uh, during COVID, it was the gravy train and the, the bands were going around to houses I don't know if you yeah were part mm-hmm. of that yeah remember. I remember like, that that mm-hmm. was such a genius idea and it's like people that don't want to get in their cars and go downtown to see a band or feel like even ageism where it's like well I don't want to go to Fog because all the young people are down there and I don't want to see this band and it's like there's a whole bunch of people out there that we're not we're not catering to when it comes to you know please come see our band it's like this whole indie rock you know mentality and you've got to be in this age group and it's just not true. So that we're trying to, you know, spread a message in that regard. Like we're doing old school postering right now because some people aren't on social. <laughs> That's a true story. Like yeah. there's people in Windsor I know that would not, they'll listen to Dan McDonald maybe on the radio in the morning. And then, and, you know, if he happens to be promoting some event, you're like, oh, that's that's where that's happening. But otherwise, if people aren't on social like we are, they don't know that these fun shows are happening. And, you know. I find like with, with, uh, social media's new algorithms and it's all like those reels and all this bullshit Ugh. and I miss so many shows because Absolutely. I, I don't even see it anymore. I know. Stories, reels, I like it's, you know, and uh, that just happened with, um, where, who was it? It was uh, something happening at the DH and I was like, I didn't know that was fucking going on. And again, it's, it's, you miss it and it's like, oh shit, wine lips. I didn't even know they were happening until a friend of mine told me this morning. And I literally just said happy birthday to Aurora yesterday. I was like, oh my God, they're going to be here next Friday. That's amazing. But then I'm like, ah shit, we're doing our show at the DH. And that's what I mean about, you know, isn't that wonderful that there's all these things happening in Windsor again? Like I am stoked about this town. I think we are you know, the little imaginary line that we used to say always hit London and no bands, nobody fun came here. Everybody was like, oh, well, you know, it's happening in Detroit, not Windsor. Windsor is fucking rad. It's one of the coolest places. I love it. That's why I came back. You know, yesterday we had friends visiting from Calgary or no, sorry, from Edmonton, Alberta, not friends. It was Eamon's parents and never been here before in their life. And they had a phenomenal time they just thought this place was incredible so you know that's cool i like hearing stuff like Me that too i i do wish like that yeah there's so many bands that i don't get to see them like i'm like i didn't know this was happening or this or that like i wish that you know i feel like the way everybody used to promote shows and events and same with the way i promoted shows and events like yeah. pre-2021 yeah um 
is like that way he's not working anymore and you're not seeing it like you used to i'm so glad you're saying that because we were saying we were having the exact same conversation and we're not sure how we're going to do it but yeah we went out and just did, we put up posters old school and we found that and there's tickets being sold down at dr disc shout out to those guys they're amazing yep um but long story short if you see a poster you 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 know uh, one of my friends was like, the only reason I knew was when I saw the poster downtown. I was like, outstanding. But that guy is not on social. So, yeah, the promotion, whatever we're doing, we're trying to get better at it and do it in a different way. Yeah. I just, you know, we haven't figured it out yet, but. I think you just got to do a little bit of everything. Yeah. Posters, the event pages. Before yeah. There's all- really great event pages, too, on Facebook. Shout out. Like, to, like Windsor, you know, there, there's a lot of a lot of stuff out there. It's just a matter of, yeah. I don't know. I don't know anymore. Like our, our attention spans, that's, you know, that's a whole other thing where you miss it and it's gone. And, you know, TikTok and blah, 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 you know, we're catering to the mind of, well, you got to get it in. Like, I just heard this story about, you know, songs, even songs on Spotify, where it was like, you should put the hook in the first 30 seconds because people are like tuning out really quickly. It's like, what the fuck? So now we're catering to people that can't, you know, like... We should be rewiring our brains to be like, let's listen to the whole thing instead of if you don't grab them in the first like, you know, 30 seconds, it's over. It's like, really? That's what it's come to? I I hate TikTok for another reason that it doesn't have any emphasis on like local anything. Nothing. Like when you're scrolling on there, it's just all whatever. And at least Facebook and even Instagram, well, Instagram, the reels take you outside of local. But like on Facebook, like everybody you're seeing and like, that's how you can promote a show. Like why would you promote a show on TikTok? You're not going to see. But that's what the labels are telling people to do. That's what it's all about. Get your TikTok numbers up. Even with the trailer park boys, we had a big, you know, meeting about that. And it was like, get on TikTok. You got to get out there. And it's like, Jesus Christ, what? Like, I don't know. I like how much can we look at all day? You know what I mean? Yeah, I know it's hard. Now that you brought that up, can we talk about the Trailer Park Boys for sure a few minutes? Yeah. So, so you've known them for forever, right? Like a very long time. I think we're going on twenty-one years now, maybe twenty-two. Yeah. So was that that was like like how many seasons has they made when you met them? Uh oh, when I met them, I think they were only on season three. Okay. So that was early days, um, and and the story there goes. Uh, I was living in Toronto at the time and I was working for uh, Puma Canada. So I was the director of marketing. And one of my jobs was to put product shoes, whatever. It's called product seating. So if I thought you were cool, I'd be like, Anthony Sheridan, can you wear these shoes for me? Just so, you know, we're getting the brand out there and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So we had lots of marketing dough at the time to just give away product and get people in the cool shit. So I was living with my roommate at the time, Vince McGrath, and he was watching the show. And I kind of walked through the living room and I looked and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And he was like, I don't know, man. It's about these guys in a trailer park, but it's pretty funny. So then I sat down, I started watching it, and then I was hooked because it was just so crazy what they were doing at the time. You know, they were they were before The Office. Like, they were the original, like, doc series. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it, it was insane. And I was like, who, what are they doing? So, um... Found a contact through a friend of mine and reached out to the director at the time and said, hi, my name is Sheila Roberts. I work for Puma in Canada. I, you know, I, I'd love to sponsor you guys. And there was kind of dead silence on the phone. He was like, you've seen the show, right? <laughs> I was like, I have. So I think he was worried about the guns and the drugs and whatever. And I'm like, no, no, I'm all in. Like, I, I think it's great. Let me let me give you some gear. So I sent a bunch of stuff out there. And then they came to Toronto for an award show. I think it was the Casby Awards or something. And this is how down earth these guys are. They came to my office to thank me for the clothing and then said, 
you know, do you want to come to the Caspi Awards tonight? And I was like, yeah, that'd be rad. Thank you so much. And I like, bring your friends, whatever. And, you know, you can hang out with us. And we did. And that was it. It was game on. We've been friends ever since. So, yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. So what do you do for, do you do, like, do you work with them I do still? officially work with them now. Um, at the time, I was with Puma for 10 years, and then I was laid off, and that was just because they were moving the offices to Boston. I did not want to move to the United States. Not Nothing against the United States. I just didn't want to move. <laughs> yeah. um, and then I took about a year off. I did some stuff in California, like, just fucked around to figure out what I wanted to do. And then they were like, Hey man, do you want to work with us? And I was like, absolutely. So then I went to that side and I was doing their marketing and PR, which I'm still doing. And, um, I work for uh swearnet as well. Swearnet.com, which is their like comedy channel online. Okay. Yeah. So what, like one was, so were you, you were there for all the new seasons that came out in like 2000, what yes. was started of 2014? Yeah. I was around for all that. Okay, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, and and shout out, uh, Randy's Cheeseburger Picnic will be here in December, if people don't know, and they're actually going to be at Turbo. Oh, really? Turbo Coffee, yeah, see, you didn't know, did you? That yeah. was, like, got to get to Facebook to see that. <laughs> so, I like, know. everybody, like, all of them? No, just, it's just Pat Roach. Oh, okay. So, just, like, Randy, but he's been here before. He was here with Mr. Leahy, that's when I met Hutch, yeah. and that was years ago, but yeah. I remember that. Yeah. So, you do work with, like, Pat Roach and all three of the boys yeah well pat um when he's doing these tours he's got his own agent and his own manager kind okay. of thing but he still does all the stuff with the trailer park boys so yeah i'm i mean we just went fishing with them in like at the end of august there we were all out in nova scotia and shout out pat Ro or pat roach can fish like a bass <laughs> caught like 14 fish in like 20 minutes it was ridiculous so, so they all live on the east coast still they're all east coasters yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dartmouth, Halifax, um, Cole Harbor. Yeah, they're all out there. That's awesome. I want to go out there. A friend of mine is driving out there in his truck right now to go surfing for two weeks. Oh, nice. Yeah, because that hurricane just kind of hit out That's there. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so. I was in the hurricane last year, Hurricane Fiona. Oh, really? Yeah, and like, this is how crazy those guys are. I was like, I have time to fly out. Like, I can get out of here. Like, I was like, if I get to the airport now, and they're like, I'm not lying. They're like, what the fuck? You can't leave. It's a hurricane. It's going to be awesome. And I was like, what? And that's when I learned about uh, storm chips. So they all go out and buy potato chips. Like this is a thing in the East Coast because they were like, man, we got to go get our storm chips. And I was like, I didn't say anything. And I thought, is that like, is it like gravel? They have to put like chips down somewhere. Like, And they're like, what are you talking about? It's potato chips. They're called storm chips, Roberts. Like, that's what we do here. And I was like, okay, no word of a lie, Anthony. I go to the grocery store with them and like, shelves where all the chips are there's like maybe two or three bags left because everybody was prepping for the hurricane and that's like the number chips? one priority is potato chips <laughs> ask anybody in, in the east coast it's crazy so what did i do i stayed for the hurricane like because they were like you have to stay it's gonna be great i'm like okay and i was staying at um mike smith's house who is who plays bubbles on the show i've known like i babysit their kids i'm like right in there and long story short <laughs> We lost power, then we had power. He had so much stuff, and it's like he had this generator going, and it started, and then I was like, okay, is this it? And we're all in the house. He's like, yep, this is it. Two of them went to bed like it was no big deal. The sound of it was just like a freight train going around the house, but they're all used to it. They were all like, fine. And I was like, we're not scared here? And Smith's like, ah, yeah, we're good. <laughs> okay. So that was very interesting. It was fun, though. I had a good time. It's like, all right, hurricanes, hurricanes. 
Just stay. Stick around. Um, his son was in mm-hmm. like the last couple seasons, right? Isn't he? He's Lots. Ricky's girlfriend's son. Uh, correct. Yeah. Yes. And now he's on a show called From. 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 Um, uh, I believe that's on. Oh, if I screw this up, don't let me say it. I think it's on CBC, but I could be wrong. I'm sorry, Vox, if I've said this wrong. But anyway, he is also uh, an actor. Yes, he's great. Vox, Vox Smith. How old is he Named now? after, um, not what, uh, uh, an amplifier. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I knew this like a long time ago because I've been fans of the Trail Park Boys for years like everybody right. else right. from Canada. Um, yeah, I and, think it and, goes without saying, right? Yeah, and he he well, he was in a grunge band, Mike Smith, or something in the 90s. Sandbox, baby. That's what it was called, the band? Yeah, Sandbox. They wanted Juno. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. And they, they actually had, I have a Sandbox cassette. That's what they put out. So that's, back in the day, that's what they did. So we kind of think it's too, like, cassette records, just go back for a minute. That's what we think is cool. We want to do cassettes. Yeah, so you named it cassettes like that, but you actually want to make cassettes. I actually didn't name it. Eamon did, and I thought it was genius. Cassettes records. And every time we say it, people are like, nice, cool. So, yeah, we are are definitely going to be doing that at some point. But like I said, this is... We just got this going in June, so we're just feeling our way around. Yeah. Are you trying to focus on people from, well, you said the band from Kingston and that band from Toronto. Yeah. And- I mean, that's great. And, you know, there, there's a little bit of nepotism there because they are, you know, um, Kira, shout out, is my niece, the lead singer in Tiny Horse, and her partner, Ray, and they're outstanding. And Dead Broke is Mike Bright, who used to tour with the Amon. So, you know, these are, but these are bands that we truly believe in that we think are going to be amazing and they want to help us and we want to help them. So that's how that works. Um, you know, I'm hoping to talk to Hutch too and, you know, the, the local guys here and be like, hey, we're Cassettes Records. We're here to help. What do you guys need? So that's awesome. Does, yeah. does Eamon still do his own music too? Oh my God. Yeah. Eamon McGrath is like, I guess that's why I fell in love with him. I, I, it's funny too, because I, he was singing at Fog and Danny Miles uh, from July Talk is his best friend. So he was the drummer. And he, I knew Danny before I knew Eamon. And Danny was like, you got to come to Fog tonight. I'm playing in this guy's band, Eamon McGrath. You're going to love him. And you guys are going to be best friends. Swear. I was like, okay. And then I called the guys from Hutch. And I said, you want to go down? Danny's playing from, you know, July Talk. And I guess this guy's great. And they were like, yeah, let's go check it out. And mouth agape, like, in the first, like, three minutes. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's on. This guy is amazing. So... And we were friends for a long time, and then we just, like started dating after like six years. So, and oh, wow. then he moved to Windsor. <laughs> oh, so he wasn't living here back then. No, he was in Toronto the whole time. Oh, and we sweet. were just like best friends, pals. I would see him when I was in Toronto when he came through to tour. Him and the band would stay at my house, and but yeah, so now he's moved to Windsor. He's converted. He loves it. That's- he's all in. That's cool. Yeah. I like when more and more people move here and more and more stuff's going on here. It's got to be like Windsor's going to be, you know, we got to be like Toronto. Absolutely. Well, we don't have to be like Toronto. No, but like, I mean, like we got to have stuff going on. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I mean. That's why like the vibe right now is just so great. I'm like stoked. I'm not lying. We talked to friends of ours this morning who are in, um, well, I mean, should I say it? Should I say it? Sure, I'll say it. Monster Truck. Do you know who those guys are? No. Okay, so they're like a serious heavy band. They're amazing. And they reached out to us and said, hey, we heard that you're doing stuff in Windsor. And as soon as we heard that, we're like, okay, right on. We're like getting there. We're on the map kind of thing. It's like people are figuring this out. And yeah. they're like, they want to do smaller shows, the exact same thing. Because, you know, these 
these tours that these guys are told to go on, like on a label, it's not good for their mental health. There's a lot of like, you know, a lot asked from an indie band and they're not making any money. So it's like, okay, yeah, I don't know. We just think that the record industry is broken to a certain degree, not in a, you know, I don't want to say everything is terrible, but we're just trying our best to help where we can, where it, it involves everybody and not just a, a, a label taking everybody's, you know, dough. Yeah, no, for sure. No, that's cool. You're inspiring me to start going back to more shows and shooting oh, dude, bands. You got to shoot more. Exactly. Because that's how we met. Because I remember you were always, always at the shows. And I'm like, oh, yeah, of course, Anthony's here. There you are. So <laughs> I used to shoot. So and like you said, like I met so many cool people. Oh, that's it, too. Doing yeah. that stuff. Awesome. And I found like I met like every band from that era, like I know. And then all these new ones, I don't know too much anymore. And right. when I have show like I have shows and I need musicians to play at them so i gotta start going to see like these there you go get and that's the thing like you know sean vandenberg is doing some great stuff of course like he's like brought so many wonderful bands and there's room there's room for all of us and and i think you know eventually if you're going to downtown you know you're in downtown windsor on a saturday night and you've got fog meteor villains you know uh craft heads and then you've got the dh on the other side of town and you've got you know people are like playing at the lion's head now like this is pretty cool like there's a lot of stuff going on and there's room for everybody so i'm like bring it on yeah for sure i like that there's meteor now too and you can like when i love when there's all four yeah, yeah. things going on or especially like fog and meter and then you can go back and forth Correct. and yeah it's nice to have and now like, we got to get you get get out towards uh the dominion house trust me on this one i've seen some really good shows at dominion house uh, over the god, years it's such a good bar yeah like, you forget how good it is like it's just the old school like you know the wood floors the regulars are still sitting at the bar having a nice time but then like to see a band there or something else like Hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, if we, you know, we're going to continue to do shows there, but we would like it to be sort of, you know, and this sounds so stupid when I say it, but it'd be nice to be like the, the horseshoe of, you know, down here. Because it's, it's one of those, it, it is a heritage bar, like they can't knock it down. It's like, you know, what's it been there since like 18? Yeah, isn't it run, one date. of the rum running bars? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. But I love it. So everybody, you know, come out to the DH and see us. We'll be hanging out there. Yeah, I want to go. I saw a show there in April. I can't remember which one. Okay. But, I think uh, Sloan played there, too, just when I came back from Toronto. And I think it, it was crazy because I was like, Sloan are playing at the DH? And then I, I thought, what a great idea. And they sold it out like in a half an hour or something. So. Oh, I saw Humble John there. Zelko's oh, I band. love him. Yeah. Yeah, good old, good old Zelko. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. So um, what is... Um, Let's see. What do I want to dive into? Um, so, yeah, what are your what are what are Hutch's plans coming up right now? Coming back from this tour, are they putting out a new album? Are they like yes, <laughs> heavier stuff? Eh, I'm so happy because it is the heavier stuff. Like I'm a big. I mean, I don't. I, I'm very eclectic with what I like, but I'm very big on like Queens of the Stone Age. You know, I'm into like the stoner rock. So when these guys start getting heavier, I get very excited. So that's. And it's the three of them, I believe, because they had Dan Dick in yep. um, the band from Brandy Alexander's, which he is still doing. And there was the crossover there with Robbie and Zach. Um, but I think what they're putting out, the new stuff that they're putting out, don't, Robbie can correct me on this when he's on. Um, I think it's just the three of them on this one, because it was just the three of them on the Western tour. Dan didn't go. Okay. So it's back to the kind of core group yep. and like hardcore, like the big fun Big bouncy tunes that I love. So, and I've heard, I've heard most of it, and I'm telling you, it's it's probably the best thing they've done. 
Yeah, I think so. I, I th- it was Robbie or Sebastian. I don't remember if it was when Sash was on here. I think it was when we were just out, just like hanging out, talking. Right. And they said that they made a lot of these tunes during COVID, Correct. but they That's didn't right. want to put them out while everybody was at home. So That's then right. they did the other stuff, and you got it yeah. exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Oh my god! Yeah, for sure. And and you know it's funny because when um, back in the day, I guess when Beer Exchange was there, mm-hmm. um, when Eamon was touring and we were still friends he was like what's you know what do i do in windsor for like support or whatever i'm like hut all the way so it's been for me it's been hut to name mcgrath for like the last you know since i've known them what are we on now six or seven years so that's pretty good that's even insane to me <laughs> seriously because that would have been when i met like you in, in 27 think about that seven years six Jesus. years well i think i met them in 2016 we met at, a, at at well we met with pat roach or the the cheeseburger picnic thing but then we all hung out at July Talk, funny enough. Fuck, I just thought about that. <laughs> at Magic Bag in Detroit, and that would have been the tour. I don't think Eamon was on that tour, but lo and behold, there we are. And there, yeah, that's how we met. Isn't that crazy? I, I, I still, I remember. So I met you in June 2017. Okay. Um, I was going with them to Toronto for that show. <laughs> that's right. Uh, it was at uh, Rivoli. 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 And I like Rivoli better, though. Funnier. <laughs> it's it like is. ravioli. It's like ravioli. Yeah. So, um, and they were picking me up, and then they're like, "Oh, we got like, we met this person, and she's kind of like managing us now. We're gonna go pick her up." <laughs> right. And I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I was already in the van. <laughs> You're like, "Sure, who's this one?" All right. And then that was like, that was the funnest weekend ever. We went to, um, you took us to your friend's house, and he had that crazy basement with all the Beatles and music stuff. Uh, was it a loft or was it a basement? It was, was a it, basement of a house. Wasn't Gillespie? Was it Dave Gillespie with the long hair? I don't remember. There was two. There was a couple, husband, wife. Or- oh, I know. Wait, wait. Where the fuck were we? Okay, now you're blowing my mind. I thought we took you to Gillespie's. A couple, and it was a basement. They had like it was all like it was like the coolest basement of all time. There was like no, all- my basement is the coolest basement <laughs> of all time. But okay. I've um, never been in your basement. You have No, oh, dude, you got to get over. <laughs> but they had like stuff on the walls, like lots of records and Beatles stuff and all kinds of things. Only me, you, uh, Zach and Robbie went. We left Sash with um, somewhere. We had to drop him off or something. And we went back on. Did they have there. like a, a, like a, um, if I think, it, if it, was it Trina? I don't remember the name. Did we party there? No. We went there before the show. Oh, uh, yeah. So it was Trina. And then they had, like, this room with all, like, the Funkos and all the... Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Shit. I forgot about that. That was a fun night. I remember you guys, like, after their show, you guys went to another bar. Okay. But I think it was Robbie or might have been Sebastian. And we were so tired, we slept in the van in an alley. And wasn't it cold? It was really cold. Yes. And I remember thinking, are you guys nuts? <laughs> That's right. Because you had your sleeping bags or whatever. You're like, oh, yeah, we're just going to sleep in the van. I'm like, what the fuck, guys? Like, <laughs> and then you woke us up at, like... 3 a.m. in the alley, and then we went to the That's hotel right. or wherever we went. That's right. Yeah. Oh, my God, Anthony, I forgot about that. I don't even know where I was. I might have been at the Bovine maybe or something. Maybe. Yeah. They, okay. And then the next day they, um, oh, that's what it was. Somebody was already up there. I think Sebastian was already up there. We okay. left somebody up there because they were recording the vocals for Get Up. Okay. So maybe it was the Elma Combo or uh, I don't know. I can't remember. I remember being in the studio and all three of them were in there singing the chorus. Okay. Okay. Yeah, all before right, the nice. show. Right that was on. a good time. Sam is stuff like that. Yeah. See? Yeah, well, you could still do it. Yeah. Life, <laughs> life is short. Get out there. Yeah. Although looking around uh, this, like the studio, you've done a lot. So <laughs> anyway, awesome. Um, so you go to a lot of shows in Detroit, right? I do. What's your favorite venue over there? 
L Club for sure, hands yeah, down. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, I like UFO too. That's a great little venue. I like um, Magic Bag. I like Outer Limits and Hamtramck. That's a great one. Um, yeah, so do you know who Craig Brown is? Nope. So he's another guy that we're, you know, fingers crossed we're going to be working with. He is dopey dope. Craig Brown brand band. So look him up. He's like alt country kind of, but he's he reminds me a lot of Eamon actually. So I guess that's why I love him. But like, holy shit, is he good? And he's going to be opening for Tommy Stinson next week when we're. Um, do do you know the replacements? No, I think you'd like them. You should check it out. Old okay. school. Um, and we're bringing Craig over from Detroit uh, to play at the DH next. Friday night with Tommy Stinson. And that's another crossover that we really are interested in. Like the whole Detroit Windsor scene again, where people are doing things in Detroit. Craig Brown wants to get, you know, he's been to fog. He's played, you know, fog a couple of times, or I don't know how many times he's awesome, but he's like, yeah, man, I'd love to do more stuff in Windsor. And we're like, well, Hey, we'd like, you know, we'd love to work with some Detroit people too, because it's that whole, like, it's just a great, great twin city thing we got going on. And, you know, it, it seems to be that we look at Detroit and be like, why can't we be like that? Or like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, Remember, yeah. like, it, it's like, you're like, Jesus, why can't we have festivals like they're doing just like in a park somewhere or whatnot? And a million people go? It, well, <laughs> I mean, they just, you know, I, I shout out to Shane Potvin for Dropped on Drooler. That is an amazing, amazing festival. And it yeah. like this year was so much bigger than the year before. And it's going to continue to get bigger. And it's like, um, you know, Dally in the Alley that they do in Detroit. Like, I, we went again this year and I was looking and I was like, this could be dropped on Drewlard. This is what's going to happen. You know, more people are coming down, like community, i.e. all the tents, all the music that they had this year at Dropped on Drewlard. Did you go down at all? No, I, no. Was, I was out of town. Make then, sure and, you go next year. And last year I had a wedding on that day. Okay. I haven't been God, in a couple everybody years. I know is going to a wedding. I just jokingly said that to somebody. Like, I was like, are you at a wedding every weekend? I feel like this was the year for people to get married. I am because I shoot them. Oh, so right. So, like, Saturdays Back, are rough course. for me. That's the problem. Like, I've missed a few dropped on Drew Lars because of weddings. Right. It's the end of August. Like, everybody gets married that weekend. Right. Sure. So. Got it. And then this weekend I had that week off, so I went away. Okay. But, yeah, I hate I hate missing stuff like that because the first two dropped on Drew Lards in, I think, 17 and 18 yeah. or whatever, I had a booth that I set all my stuff up at. That I seem to remember you being there, correct. Yeah. But, like, this, I'm not joking. This year was insane. There were so many booths, so many people. It was fantastic. So, like, I'm really looking forward to next year, too. Yeah, I miss um, – there's so, we used to be, like, Tom doesn't do Fog Fest anymore. That was really fun. That's right. Um, but, um, like I said, Lix did one this year, right? She did that um, C-Jam Fest. I forget what she called it, but she kind of – she was kind of going along the lines of Fog Fest. Yeah. Um, and she worked with Fog, Meteor, Villains, and Craft Heads, I think. Which is, like, what Fam Fest used to be. What's Fam Fest? Fam Fest was around for a lot of years. Okay. Like, at least five, I want to say. And okay. Murad used to run it. Oh! I love Murad. It was. <laughs> He's one of my favorite people. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, I, I want to say it was a whole month, but okay. it might have been a week. But it, let's say it was a month, and it was like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. There was like there's a show at Dominion House, and there's art at Dominion House, and then there's nice. then there's a show at Villains that like cross. And right. then you were just yeah, it was like it was Dominion House, Villains, Milk. Oh, but milk. Oh, my God. Fog. Yeah, okay. I don't even think Craft Heads was open. Craft Heads was probably in, like, the later couple years. Right. Um, and then I remember he was, like, trying to, like, I helped him with the last year. I think he ever did it. Okay. What and What was the last year he did it? Probably 16. 16, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe 17. Okay. I remember he, uh, 
he didn't have a driver's license at the time or something, and he rented a U-Haul, and I drove him around all day. We picked nice. up, like, linens, and we went to Long and McQuaid and got all, like, the rental equipment, and nice. we went and set it up everywhere. Awesome. Yeah. yeah well, that- see, that's what we want to do again. I mean, and, and I know during COVID was really hard, obviously, for the music industry, and we were all really sad because nobody could go out to shows and whatnot, but, like, this town has so many great people like Tom and Murad, and, you know, it's... It, I think we're on to something here. I really, really do. And I would love to see a big festival in Windsor and not just the ones that are down um, on Riverside Drive at the big cement parking lot, which is like, yeah, good times. It's 90 degrees. We're standing on cement. There's nowhere to sit. There's no greenery. You know what I mean? Like, why aren't we doing something in Jackson Park? It makes me nuts. Oh, that'd be fun. I brought Eamon um, over to Jackson Park like two weeks ago to show him the old band shell. Like, you know, the one that's like right at the back of Jackson yeah. Park yeah. and it's all broken down and there was talk of renovating it. And now I think they're saying it would be too expensive. And it's like, are you like, this is crazy to me. Like, this is exactly where we should be having a festival, you yeah. know, and Eamon's just like, this is fantastic. And then we found another park over by where we live, you know, and we were like, God, wouldn't it be fun to do a festival here and just get a permit? And, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know blues fest downtown which is great too but i'm just saying like smaller indie festivals can be done here did, did they do blues fest this year i don't is know is that still a thing i think it is or is, is it blues and ribs fest the same maybe thing? i don't know the last year i went was like the great year when the sheepdogs played yeah okay that was cool so that, well you know um just speaking about the sheepdogs i just remember when they played out at seacliff beach yes that's a great venue too mm-hmm. i'm tr- i would love to see like amy mcgrath hutch Brandy's, you know, I'd love to see that out there. I know Brandy's already played it. I think they did anyway, like two years ago, maybe, or three years ago, pre-COVID, pre-plague, or after the plague. I can't remember. So four years ago now, then? Sure, Jesus. Is that how long it's been? (laughs) Yeah, okay. Um, But, you know, it's just, uh, we're just excited because we know things can be done. We know people are interested. and, And I think this sort of like the stars in the eyes were, you know, let's get signed with Universal or we're going to be signed here, blah, blah, blah. I think those days are kind of over. There's just so much music out there. Everybody's got, you know, there's, we're in a great time. That's all I keep thinking. It's like people are going back to DIY and community and working together. Like I said. Yeah. We need to do a backyard show. Yeah, I One of those in a while. I do backyard shows. You should come to my place. Me and okay. Eamon just did, we just did, and that was really nice too. We did a house show with Eamon and then a fellow named, uh, Chad Price, who's from California, amazing guy. And Greg Maxwell was there. There was a bunch of people that came, and it was the most intimate. We had to move inside because it was raining. Yeah. We were all ready to be outside in the backyard with, like, you know, the fireplace pit and the dogs running around and everybody. But it rained, so we dragged everybody inside. We moved the living room around in, like, 10 minutes, and we were like, okay, everybody, come on in. And it was seriously one of those nights where – when people were leaving, they were like, we can't thank you enough. We're never going to forget this night. That was like so intimate and so amazing. And thank you. Thank you. And I'm like, we're going to do another one. So, but I would like to do it on a bigger scale. Like I was always doing like Hutches played my backyard. Tiny horses played the backyard. Eamon McGrath was one of the first people to play in my backyard and the neighbors around hear it. And they just start to walk over and they're like, they set up chairs in the church parking lot next to my my um, lawn one year. And I laughed because I looked over. I'm like, you guys can come over if you want. <laughs> like, it's okay. And they're like, oh, we just heard the music. So I think there's like a real need for that. And I, and I think it can be done. So we're hoping to do some more of that. Does um does the Dominion House, is there room to yes. put art on walls? Oh, to put art on walls. Yeah, there is. Yeah. You want to do a show there? Me, yeah. 
Let's talk about it right now. Robert's out. Are you listening? We're going to do uh, well, We could do an art and music show. So here's here's what we were thinking because they have the volleyball. So there's, I don't mm-hmm. know if you've seen it in the summertime. There's a yeah, volleyball yeah. pit out there. And they've got all that like green space. That's what we were looking at. It's like, what could we do there? Oh, okay. Outside. Yeah. Oh, well, outside, inside. Do the whole thing. Take it over. Like, I've been, obviously, I've been there. Yeah. I, I was just there a couple of weeks ago. But if there's enough space, so I've done the locals only show. Okay. Um, how many? I got posters on the wall. I've done it three times. Um, what am I looking at? The posters. The. Oh, yeah. You've done a ton. I've done three of the, of the locals only one. Okay. I do three bands. I do. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like 20, 25 artists. Um, so like what bands have I had? Psychic Void, yeah. Trophy Knife, I've had Paul the Taylor, Roy Trout. Yeah, Roy Trout, yeah. Um, Abide by the Few, Bog Moss. I've oh, had yeah. I've had a lot of bands. And who's over there? Oh, Logan's Way when they were around. Oh, Rally Estate headline the first one that was sick. That's a great poster, that one there with the locals only. With the with the head with the skateboard? Yeah, with that, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, Greg. Of course. That's, yeah, that's Greg. Of course it's Greg. <laughs> All the posters over there that is, aren't one of my pictures is Greg. I know. He came, <laughs> it's funny because when he came to the show at my house this summer, I said, hey, you need to go downstairs. And he came downstairs because I'm, I'm the same. I've just got posters everywhere. And he's like, that's mine. That's mine. That's mine. I'm like, yeah, you're all over this place. So so if, if we could do a show like Let's that. Let's do it. What, we need three bands. Okay. Well, actually, it doesn't matter. You can do the bands. Okay. You want to do the bands? I'll do the bands. And I can do the Because records, we'll do the bands. Yes. I can do the artist. Okay. We can just even do like one piece per artist. Keep it easy. Sure. All right. Yeah, I'm in. I'm not joking. Sign me up. Let's do it. I'll tell Rob Rosati we're doing it like tomorrow. We can do it like I'm down for a November or December or a New Year show, whatever. Okay. Doesn't matter to me. Well, we've got the boss. See see what can happen, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Let's do it for real. Okay. I'll try to curate the artist. Like usually for those ones, I just kind of like anybody who's cool and makes cool art like can come. For this one, maybe I'll... um, I don't know. For that one, I like to do, because um, it's called Locals Only. Okay. So I like it to be, everybody has to be from Windsor. That's a part of it. Perfect. Um, but for the artist, I say, like, any pieces that are, like, Windsory or, like, punk rock, skateboarding nice. kind of yep. deal to kind of fit the theme. Sure. But for the bands, they can be whatever. Okay. As long as they're from here. All right. Well, they <laughs> will be from here. That's what we're trying to support, for sure. Well, And when I say here, I also mean, like, Essex County. Because, oh, yeah, you know, of course. Like, uh, Bethany's doing great things out at Musicland in Amherstburg, and like it, it's the whole, you know, again, just bringing everybody together. And yeah, like, from like Chatham in, I mean, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we'll have Greg do the poster, obviously. Okay. And um, sick. All right. Okay. Cool. I'm excited. I'm in. <laughs> um. Oh, oh, when uh, when the Trailer Park Boys, when you were when they were filming whatever season it was, maybe twelve. Um, you got to meet Snoop Dogg and everybody, eh? All those famous people. Oh, yeah. Doug Benson. Oh yeah. Yeah, were you there that whole time while they were there? Okay, well, uh, this is what I'm going to say. If you want to know, if you want to wrap up the the whole time that I was in LA hanging out with those guys, uh, what's Doug Benson's podcast? Getting Doug with High. Okay, so it's on YouTube. So if you go to the episode with the Trailer Park Boys, if you hit the uh, like eleven or twelve minute mark, they will sum up what happened to me in LA when I met Snoop Dogg and. Doug Benson and we were partying. Oh, you okay. met them in LA. Okay, so first, pre before they were on the show, yeah, we went out to do some uh, promotion, and we were on uh, for the for the season for the new season. So we went out to do some promotion for, um, you know, we were, I think we we're on. It was Jimmy Kimmel. We did Jimmy Kimmel, 
And that's when we met Ashton Kutcher. He was a dick. <laughs> and then we did Doug Benson, and then we did Snoop. So Snoop was amazing. Like, it was the greatest. I was just dwarfed by, like, I just didn't know how to speak or act or whatever. I was like, he's right here. This is so insane. Loved the Trailer Park Boys. So we were staying at um, the Roosevelt Hotel in L.A., and he sent us a gift bag. But it was, like, this great big gift basket thing. And we were down by the pool, and Rob Wells, who's who plays Ricky, was like, guys, we just got this thing from Snoop Dogg. Get up to the hotel room. And we're like, well, let's go open it up. <laughs> and it was insane. And this was, like, pre – so everybody's doing edibles now and, like, the drinks or whatever. But this was, like, six years ago or seven years ago where this was – it was just starting to come out with edibles. Yeah. So um, there was some drinks. There were some chocolate bars, et cetera. So we were all getting in, and I, I just did not – understand that I wasn't supposed to take that much. So I I drank something about this size, like this water bottle, and then half a chocolate bar. And Smith saw me and he goes, Roberts. And I'm like, what? He goes, you're going to be fucked. <laughs> and I was like, really? He's like, oh, yeah, you just fucked yourself. So when somebody puts that in your mind too, then you're like, oh, no. But I was partying, having a great time for like two hours, blah, blah, blah. And then long story short, I just literally like powered down. It was like a, a computer powering down. And I was hanging on the stairs of the Roosevelt Hotel for dear life. Couldn't talk, was just like could feel my hair growing. And I'm like, oh, things are not good. And they had to get a wheelchair to take me back to my hotel room and left me there. They were like, okay, we're out. And they went to go party. And then the next day we had the... Film premiere. I actually it was for Swear Night. It wasn't TBB. I think we were like doing we were doing the season promotion and then the Swear Net promotion. And we were at a party and Snoop Dogg was going to introduce the boys, but showed up late because he's Snoop and Snoop could do anything he wanted. <laughs> and then when I finally saw him, I just gave him one of the like Elaine slaps from Seinfeld. And he's like, what's up, Edibles? Because he had heard what happened to me. And I was like, dude, for fuck's sakes. And he was like, I didn't tell you to take the whole thing. And I was like, oh, my God. So he is one of the coolest and one of the nicest people I've ever met. And that is a true story. Like, he is just lovely, lovely, lovely man. You can feel the energy when he's in the room. You're just like, all right, just great guy. He also taught me about when we were smoking joints. It was going around in a circle. There was, like, a circle of us. And at one point, I was like, I don't think I can do this anymore. And he's like, you just got to tap out, baby. <laughs> just got to tap out. And I'm like, pardon? He's like, like in wrestling, you just tap out. So I was like, oh. So I was about to step out of the circle. He goes, no, no. He's like, it'll come back. You'll be okay. And I was like, all right. Then I forgot. And I started talking to everybody again. It went around. I didn't take it. It went around the next time. And I was just talking to him. And I took it. And I just started smoking it. And he looked at me. He's like, winked. He goes, I told you you'd be back in. Like, all right. So I learned a lot from Snoop. Great guy. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you guys, like, does everybody, do you guys still, like, talk to him? Or yeah, anything? we actually just, I just talked to Kevin, his manager, like, last week. He was in Toronto. They were doing something. But we're, we're there's wink wink uh, a new movie that they're talking about doing so we're thinking that snoop's gonna probably be helping us out with that so the movie that you guys are gonna be doing that'll be trailer park boys doing another movie really yeah because technically there's three movies right mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. that's how so i was in grade six when the real like the original movie came out right and um i don't know why but i was like 11 and right me and my buddy were at the video like blockbuster and my dad bought it for us 
and that was it. <laughs> you were like, in? Yeah, like, I was in it. after that. Like, And then that, that was, I think, when there was only like five or six seasons at the time. Yeah. Maybe so seven. Brand new. Yeah. Trailer Park Boys, the movie, I think is what it was yeah. called. Yeah, that was it. There's a hip song in it. That's right. There's a there's a lot of good songs yeah, in that yeah. movie. Well, yeah. they did. Um, they also did that video with the tragically hip, the darkest one. Yeah, yeah. And they're in the trailer park. And Don and Cherry's in that one. Yes. Yeah. Aren't they? St- Ricky's trying to steal a motor out of a car, right? And they're getting, um, um, yeah, Gord Downey. I think they were getting him like chicken a bucket of chicken or something from what i can remember from that video yeah 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 i guess the story goes and i i wasn't at that shoot but another little nugget for you um when they were shooting that there was a rainstorm like a really wicked thunderstorm that night and they had to you know they were shutting down parts of the set or whatever and the tragically hip decided that they just wanted to play like for everybody that worked at trailer park was like for the production team and the cast and they started fires and they, they made this like Sunnyvale tent or whatever and tragically hit played for just them. Like I think it was like twenty eight people or something. And Mike said he'll never forget it. It was just like the greatest night of his life. And yeah. I was like, Well yeah <laughs> and like and it was a rainstorm, so it was lightning and everything behind them, but they just oh, kept so singing. Sick. So yeah, I know. Wow. Like, yeah. That for that would Missed be the that best one. night of your life. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good one. When um when they're when the Lickerman's Liquor came out, mm-hmm. didn't Hutch play their? Didn't you get them into play one of their shows or something? Actually, it was for the beer. The beer, okay. Yeah. So it was. Um, who designed the beer? Freedom Thirty Five. Like who designed the can? Yeah. That was um. Who did that? That was a gentleman out. Uh, no, wasn't somebody from Windsor. It was an East Coaster for sure. Dean Scott from the Windsor Independent. Oh my me. God, you're right. Dean Scott did help help us out, but because there was he another had me design. shoot it, That's and I right. never asked why. That's right. <laughs> He's like, I need you You're to like, go. Why am I shooting this? He's like, I need you to go to the beer store, buy Freedom 35, and shoot photos <laughs> and send it to me. And I was like, okay. Sure. And I never asked why. Right, exactly. That's what it was. You're right. He did do it. You're absolutely correct. Sorry, Dean Scott. Because um, I was thinking it was, I thought it was like Liam out, out, out east. But yeah, it was Dean. So we had him design the label for it, which was great. And then... We put it into the beer stores, but here's the thing, and I know what happened there. They didn't drink beer on the show. You know what I mean? Like, nobody yeah. drank beer on the show. The Lickermans absolutely made sense because of Julian and, you know, the rum and coke and whatnot, but they didn't really drink the beer on the show, and I don't know if people, you know, that's when everybody was doing, like, a beer, like yeah. an IPA, or and it just, you know, I... I honestly just don't think it fit. We tried it. It was a good beer. And then we were like, do we really want to be in the beer business? It's like, no, not really. So It's not even out anymore? It's not even out anymore. So if you've got the can out there, uh, Mr. Dean Scott, hold on to that. I have it in the back from oh, when I shot it. Hang on to that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Interesting. So, <laughs> I love how you shot it and you didn't know why. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't ask. I don't know. He's like, you want to shoot this? Like, nice. this is this is what it this is what it is. So yeah. So it was like, what was it like the launch party for that? And then Hutch so yeah, when Hutch, I got Hutch to do the launch party for that, and that was in Toronto. Yeah, and then, so and then the boys were there, and they all met, and yeah. I mean, the boys, the boys and the boys have uh, been together quite a bit. Actually, we, we went to go see Trailer Park Boys when they played a show in Grand Rapids. So all of us went, the Hutch Boys. Yeah. And they made their own um, green bastard capes. Like, they all, all, Hutch was all in these green bastard things. It was pretty hilarious. But anyway, so the boys and the boys know each other. They Mike Smith actually got Sebastian to do vocals on an album that he's doing with Bubbles and the Shit Rockers last year. Because oh, Sebastian and Tara were out there at the same time that we were out there, so... He was like, hey, do you think Sash would, you know, play on this? It was like, yeah, absolutely. So 
So it's nice. See, that's what happens. It works out that way. And like, and then yeah. Smith was like, you know, with Eamon, he was like, hey man, I listened to this stuff. And I'm like, I've been telling you to listen to Eamon for six years. And he was like, I know, I just never got around to it. And now he's like, the fucking Dizzying Luster's the greatest album. He's so good. He sounds like Million. He's amazing. And I'm like, yeah, get in. So there's a little shout out. Get into a Dizzying, a dizzying Lust by Eamon McGrath on Spotify. <laughs> I'm going to check it out too. You're going to love it. <laughs> I'm going to check it out tonight. Um, and when they played that show, didn't um, didn't Mike in Smith Toronto. go on stage with them and they played Liquors and Whores? Sure did. Yeah, it was a it was a moment, and I think I think it was one of those moments where the boys were looking at each other like, "Is this really happening?" It's like, "Yes, it is." And then we partied very hard that night at the Grand Hotel in Toronto. We all went back there, so yeah, sweet. That's the joke, the boys and the boys, because I would be talking about the boys, and somebody would be like, "Is that Hutch or Trailer Park Boys?" I'm like, "Yeah, I guess, right? The boys and the boys." So. I can kind of I could correlate through the last you know half an hour of which group you were talking <laughs> about. Who I was talking about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. very good, excellent. So um, with the um, with the new record label and everything, yeah. Do you guys just have Instagram right now? Right now, we just started Instagram. I don't. I'm. I don't want to have a TikTok. I just don't, and I don't know yeah. why we would. I know, right? Um, no, we'll be heavy on Instagram and Facebook for sure. Are you guys on Facebook too? Right yeah. Now? Yeah. Okay. For sure. Cool. So check us out there. But cassette we'll, records. You'll hear, honest to God, you're going to hear a lot more from us because of the Dominion House and what we're doing there. And then you know, it's funny when I walked up to your place and like, here's the studio. We're talking about getting a studio as well. So it, cassettes records basically would be the studio for like you could record. People bands need rooms to just rehearse. Um, you know, aiming that I could use it for an office, kind of like what I'm sitting in right now. Like it would be perfect. So we're trying to do the same thing. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. do it maybe buy another house we talked about that too yeah yeah something down by the bridge you know where all those dilapidated houses are underneath the bridge yeah and it, correct me if i'm wrong those were all houses that they were going to tear down anyway for the new bridge and then they moved the gordy howe bridge to the like yeah, the guy who owns away. the ambassador bought all those because he right. wanted to Marty, build his what's bridge his name there. maroon or something maroon, yeah, yeah that's what it was it wasn't okay. the government that bought those houses okay it was him. that's right it was him right yeah okay but yeah any of those does your i'd house like to be down in sandwich town because it's cool down there man yeah does your house have a garage right now or no 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 but you have to come to the basement i can't believe you haven't been in the basement no i've okay. never been I've only like been hutch said hutch, hutch seemed to think that there will be a documentary about our basement at some point oh wow okay the bands that have stayed there and people that have slept down there and then the parties that have gone on down there so yeah you got to check it out okay uh, yeah for sure let me know the next time you have a house i show. will <laughs> i will for sure i will um, well, yeah, I think that that's pretty much it. We well, covered all the good stuff. You are delightful, Anthony. <laughs> this was so fun. Thanks. I'm glad. And I love this. This is like, this is super rad in here. <laughs> Thanks. And now I'm going to, when we're finished, I'm just going to start, like, look at all your cameras up there. Yeah, go, yeah, yeah. yeah ch check it out. Sorting. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> this is awesome. Okay, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Is that all right? Yeah, no, that was, that was great. All right, perfect. Super fun. Excellent. But yeah, you should check out Eamon. I'm telling you, you would love his stuff. No, I will for sure, 100%.